bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. I will bless his holy name. Welcome to Faith Talk. I am your host, Lolita Jones. This is a part of the Life Changers Prayer Ministry Consecration. I am glad to present a mighty man of God. Mm. I know you said you say that about everybody this week. You say that about every male person this week. You write, I have, for they are mighty men of God. Do you know God have a word for you? Do you know there are people praying for you? You may not even know that that's praying for you. Do you know God has put you on the mind of people throughout this earth to just speak a word in the atmosphere over your life, over your family, over your marriage, over your ministry, over your business, over your health? Do you know that you are on God's mind? I thank God for this mighty man that will be coming to present the word of God. He is my brother. I know I've said all the rest of them, my brothers, well, this person is my biological brother. He is my oldest brother. He's the uh, the oldest. Yes, he's the second out of six children. He's the oldest son. I thank God for him. I'm, I am a, I am my brother's baby. I'm his baby sister. He loved me to life. But I thank God for his ministry. I thank God for the anointing upon his life. He had suffered some things in his health some years ago. And God brought him through that. And, and how did God bring him through it? Through fasting and praying. He is a prayer warrior. I mean, he wore in the spiritual realm. And I thank God for the anointing. He's a preacher, y'all. Oh, my God. He's a preacher. And anybody that know him and that have seen him know that Michael Jones can dance. Hallelujah. When he cut his step at church, he make you want to cut your step. But I thank God for him. I thank God for his wife, Jamita. I bless God. Oh, God, I just, I'm excited, y'all. I'm excited because I know that God is about to use him to minister to the hearts of the people of the Most High God. I want to introduce to you my brother, Elder Michael D. Jones from Aurora, Illinois. God bless you. God bless you. Father God of heaven, Lord, we thank you for another day. God, you allowed us to take a breath into this day before our feet hit the floor. Then, God, you allowed us to walk upon this earth one more time. And, God, we must and we will say thank you. Mm, ah, glory. You woke us up clothed in our right mind with the activities of our limbs, the blood running warm in our veins, with a reasonable portion of health and strength. And God, we say thank you. You allowed us to go to work and go about our business. And God, we give you praise on this evening, on this prayer line, for all those that have chimed in. Look on each and every family that's represented here on tonight. God, I thank you for this opportunity to just give a word, to give them my testimony. And, God, you get the praise, you get the glory, and all the honor belongs to you. You see the family, God, on today. Mm. Touch right now, I pray. You see the sick and shed in, those that are troubled in their mind, those that are brokenhearted. We say thank you. Do it again, Lord. These words we pray in your name. Thank God. Amen. I want to give honor to God who's the head of my life and to my to my bishop, Bishop Claudio Williams Sr. of the sixth ecclesiastical jurisdiction of Illinois, and to my state supervisor, Mother Angie Dale Cullen, and to my own pastor, Superintendent Gregory Leroy Jones Sr. He's a pastor of the Greater Mount Olive Church of God in Christ. Founded by the late great Bishop William Haven Bonner. And I give honor to my baby sister, Eldris Jones, Lolita Marie Jones. And I must give honor to my gem, my beautiful wife, Jamita. I'm just overjoyed to just be here. And as I prayed that prayer and my sister was saying, just, I'm just a humble servant. I just look to serve God any way I can. But I want to give you a quick testimony. When I went through a terrible time in my life, uh, I, when I could have lost my mind and 
But when God allowed me to come back to him, ah, I preached my first Sunday morning message at Mount Olive under Bishop Bonner. And, and every time I got up, I wasn't married at the time. God told me to give honor to my wife. And every time I got up, gave honor to my wife. And some of the mothers at the church, when service was over, they were they were asking me, well, Ella Jones, who is she? I said, I don't know. Well, what's her name? I said, I don't know. What's she look like? I said, I don't know. Yeah. And every time I got up, I will always give honor. But that June of 2018, I laid eyes on my wife. And when I finally brought her to Mount Allen, everybody looked because she came as a guest, and they were just flabbergasted. And with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and go into my text. Got a couple of scriptures, just a couple, and I'm not going to be before you very long. This is something that God gave me just to speak on tonight. In 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 11, and it reads thus, as the Ark of the Covenant continued in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, three months, and the Lord blessed Obed-Edom Obed -Edom and his household. And one of my favorite scriptures, Psalms 34 and 1, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. And I have a, just a testimony of a text. Excuse me. My praise is necessary. That's what God gave me. I still dance. I dance. I dance. Ah, glory be to God. I just dance. I give God praise for every little thing. The Bible, in the word of God, it says, give thanks in all things. And here I am. And I was dancing before I met my wife. And I'm dancing now after three years because now I found what my heart was looking for. But here we have, here we have. Here we have, I'm going to my story, and I don't want to take up all the time by just gibber-jabbering, but here we have David, King David. After the Philistines have had the Ark of the Covenant, and they did what they did, and we have to realize one thing. We as believers, we must be careful on how we take, how we treat God's anointing, the, the vessels of God the sacred things of God. We have to be very, very careful. The Philistines didn't believe. So they handled the Ark of the Covenant any kind of way that they wanted. They built a cart and put the Ark of the Covenant up on there. But you have to you have to realize this. If you look in Exodus chapter 25, verses 12 through 15, God gave it to Moses on how to build the Ark. And he put the rings around it and put the staves through it. And he said, these are not to ever be taken out. Because Jesus said that on one occasion, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. That ark was supposed to be high and lifted up because that's where God's spirit dwelled. But, oh, here we have, here we have, David being anointed king, and you got to realize, when he became king, I for myself that he read the laws of Moses and he read everything that had to be done in order for him to serve God's people. But a lot of times when we are in leadership, sometimes we almost forget certain things. But, oh, David went to go get the Ark of the Covenant, <laughs> and he had two brothers with him. We, he had Ohio. And his brother Uzzah, <laughs> as the cart was moving along the way, it kind of stumbled. The oxen wind up going into hitting the rock, and Uzzah wind up touching the Ark of the Covenant. But we have to realize this. The judgment of God is going to come to the house of believers first. Because we should know better. And here we are. 
when God struck us the dead, we all have had an other experience. But this is but this is the thing that gets me. The same David, the shepherd boy David, the same one that said, when my enemies and my foes came up on me to eat of my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Huh. That same David that was anointed when Samuel turned up the turned down the horn and the oil just came pouring out. That same David that sinned before God, that same David that was a man after God's own heart, he got an attitude. How can you get an attitude with the maker? But here we have, here we have, David was so distraught because he felt that God was wrong. Why would you take him? He didn't do nothing, but you've got to realize. Now, Uzzah was a Levite. He knew the law of the Lord. He knew the law. He knew no one could touch that. But here we have. Look at us today. God has blessed us so. The late great Bishop William Haven Bonner said something to me once before. He said, son, God has given us all the inconveniences that we need. He has continued to bless us. But here it is. Because of all of the conveniences that he's given us, we have inconvenienced God. We have the latest technology. We have beautiful homes and cars. We have clothes to wear and hats to wear and to put up on our feet. Food to eat. Jobs and finances. We are investors. But we, all what God has blessed us with, we have inconvenienced him. And here we have David forgetting all what God has done. David didn't humble himself down before God. He got an attitude. Well, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) I can't take this. Others dead. My friend is dead. I can't go into the city of David looking like this, and my my confidence is not right. But, oh, (laughs) to those of you that have been waiting for a blessing, (laughs) your time has come now. And I'm about to bring in my friend, Obed-Edom. He was a Levite as well. I spoke with Obed. And we have to realize that we all have had some terrible situations. When we didn't know how to pray. When some of our faith. But here we have Obed Edom. Can you imagine? Found in his house. Looking at his genealogy, looking at his grapevine, his house in all of disarray. There might have been sickness. Him and the wife might not have been doing too well. But oh, 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 when God is in the house, <laughs> he brings about a change. <laughs> David just don't know what he did. He had an attitude with God. And through the death, new life came. Obed-Edom had the Ark of the Covenant. He knew for himself, I know that I'm not going to touch it, but as long as God is in the house, i got to give him some praise. So every time somebody just walked through, they seen things changing. If Obed-Edom had a sickness, because God was in the house, there was healing. Him and his wife might not have been able to get along, but because God was in the house, that marriage grew stronger. Everybody under his household and in his household was blessed. His vineyards grew. Everything turned around. They did a 360 because you have to realize this. God is quicker than right now, and he's before after a while. But when God is in the house, it's time for some praise. Oh, but I don't want to get too excited. I'm going ahead of myself. But here we have Obed-Edom was doing all he had to do. And we have to put, here we are. We all have went to the school of Obed-Edom. 
We have all lived a life of old baby years. We have been waiting for God to come through for us. And he's never failed us. Every day there's a new day of mercy. God is yet faithful when we are unfaithful. And yet and still, he blesses us in spite of because he loves us. Oh, we're going to be chastised. But good, look at our lives, huh? Our lives was like Obed-Edom. Huh. We were a wretch undone. We couldn't see where we were going at all. But oh, 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 when God came into our lives, he turned this wretched property that was nothing but it stunk of sin. But I truly thank God for sending his son. Oh, because his son went to the cross for Michael. That devilish Michael, that unworthy Michael, he went to the cross for me. Every time you will, every time I thank friend because the things that I went through in my life at one point, she said every time she looked up on me, she said, Michael, you look like death. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Because I didn't care about whether I lived or died. But I'm here to tell you, excuse me, but my praise is necessary because he went to the cross on my behalf. Mm. And, but let me, let me go back. Let me go back. Let me go back. He had to realize when they made the temple, only the high priest can go behind the veil, which was the holies of holies. But you have to realize some things. Everybody that went in did always come out. Because if the high priest wasn't right with God, they tied a rope around his ankle. His ephod, he was dressed as the high priest. And he had bales at the hem of his garment. And as long as they heard the bells ringing, everything was okay. Because you have to realize this. They went in once a year to do a sacrifice for the sins of the nation. But I think today that he sent his son on my behalf, on our behalf. So when the priest wasn't worthy enough, when they heard the bells stop ringing, no one else could go inside behind the veil. So all they would do was they would pull it out, pull, it, pull that priest out, and the next one in line had to go. But here we have. <laughs> My salvation <laughs> was waiting behind the veil. Oh, <laughs> My hearing <laughs> was waiting behind the veil. <laughs> My freedom <laughs> was waiting behind the veil. My peace was waiting behind the veil. Oh, Jesus. And if you look at St. Luke, chapter 23, verse 45, when Jesus made the last altar call, the veil ripped. And everything that was waiting behind the veil was waiting for us. I have a personal relationship with God. I can go to my secret place where flesh is not welcome. Oh, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So flesh, you have to subject yourself to the Spirit of God. Now here I come to my closing. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, obey. Here we have it. He was waiting for God to come in. He needed a change in his life. Here we have ourselves. We were like an obed eater. We didn't know which way to turn. We didn't know which way to go. But God knew us before we knew ourselves. We were that unpurposed property. 
looked at it like this. He had never amount up to anything. But God seen. And God knows just which way we should take. But I want to give you some scriptures. As I look over this story, my mind goes to Jeremiah chapter 25, verse 6b. And provoke me not to anger with works for your hands. And I will do you no hurt, regardless of it. His intentions were good. And a lot of times our intentions are good, but sometimes they're doing they're done at the wrong time. Other had to suffer the consequences of God. God is righteous. God is holy. God is just. We can't play with God. We see here in Jeremiah 29 and 11, he said, for I know the thought that I think towards you. Say the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Oh, obey. King David, here we have three situations. Death is one and an attitude with the other. <laughs> and a blessing in the midst of death with all of the things that are going around us. We have to know that God inhabits our praises. So even when you're in the source, and your hands go up when you're driving in your car, and your hands go up even when you're at the doctor's office and you hear the diagnosis, and your hands go up. Just say, excuse me, but my praise is necessary. I got to praise for the diagnosis because now God is in your head. That diagnosis wasn't unto death, but it just lets me know. I got to hold on to the horns of the altar. I got to call out that name. Jesus, Jesus. When I was going through my situation, I wind up laying out before God. And for two and a half years, I laid out at our church every Saturday night. For two and a half years, I only missed five Saturdays, and people started talking. And then it got back to Bishop Bonner, and he said, son, the one thing that you're going to know, you're going to truly know God for yourself. When we sacrifice for the betterment of God in us, not for positions, not for this one and that one, but I want to get to know you for myself. All of that was waiting behind the veil. Jesus had to die to give us a one-on-one personal relationship with him. Being a former athlete, you always want to go against the best player, not so much as a team, but you want to go one-on-one to find out who's the best. It was waiting behind the veil. So here I am on tonight. I'm excited because I have a praise within me. When my feet get like, my hands go up. It matters not who sees me. I'm in my car. People look at me, and I'm just going forth in my car because that's my secret place. I have a mobile secret place. There's no music playing, but it's just me and God. There's nothing being done in my car, but just me and God. But I got to get back to my story. <laughs> yes. Obed Edom. He, we're like him. We're waiting for God to do it. David dropped off the Ark of the Covenant. Let me talk about David for a minute. We've all had that David experience where we couldn't understand why God did what he did. 
Well, <laughs> I'm going to make it plain and simple. He's God. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> if he want to close up his hand up in our lives, we're going right back to the depths. If he want to open up his hand and continue to bless us, we're going to be blessed. David was favored by God, but yet he had an attitude. David was anointed by God, but yet he had issues. We all are anointed by God, but we have issues. David had issues within himself. How can you sit up and kill my friend? He didn't do nothing. He was just trying to set the ark from father. But if David read the laws of Moses, when the ark of the covenant was made, they put the staff on both sides. And God was, the ark was supposed to be raised up on the shoulder, high and lifted up. A lot of times we lose our focus because we are in leadership. We are in a position to go forth. But we lose our focus on the things that matter to God. God is about, <coughs> excuse me, God is about order, <coughs> excuse me, and obedience. You can't have one without the other, without the other. But here we see David. Out of all the time, God has got him out and brought him through. He had an attitude with his maker. But this, is, this shows the long suffering of God. He wasn't going to take David because he, his purpose for David was, I'm going to bring this nation together as one. He's my chosen servant. He's going to serve me. And this is what God is asking for us today, is to serve him. He wants to be the only God, not our cars, not our homes, not our hair, not our bodies, not our shoes. He wants us to move everything out of the way. He wants our undivided attention. Christ died that we may have a chance to the right to the tree of life. He died. We don't need the priest to sacrifice an oxen or a lamb. We don't have to sit up here and have the blood drain out. But Christ went to the cross for us that we can have a one-on-one relationship with the Father. He is the mediator. Michael, you have no excuse. You stand before God inexcusable. What excuse can you give? And the question goes to David. David, what excuse can you give for having an attitude? Well, Michael, he killed my friend. Well, your friend touched the ark. He couldn't he didn't do it to the Philistines. The Philistines didn't believe. They, they're pagan. But others knew he was a Levite. And you look at others compared to Obed-Edom. Obed-Edom was a Levite. But he knew when they brought the ark of the covenant into his house, I don't have to touch it. I don't have to know what's in it. All I know is God is in my house. How about you? And I'm about to be blessed. So as I move forward, For 90 days, can you imagine the first 30 days, how God was working and moving? (laughs) Mm. (laughs) His vineyards were dead. But because God was on the property, (laughs) there was a rejuvenation in the soil. (laughs) And the crops that he had a few years back can't compare to the crops that he got now. His corn stalks grew high. <laughs> oh, his vineyards, his oil grew high. <laughs> his grapevines grew. <laughs> he had fruit on his trees. He was able to till, till the land. In the second month, that's 60 days, healing became the business of the house. Whatever was ailing you. And I'm sure that God did what he had to do. And Obed-Edom, being a devout man of God, you have to look at it like this. 
He gave his family the law of the Lord. Do not touch the ark of the covenant. You can look at it. Oh, yes. God is in the house. God's spirit dwells within the ark of the covenant. God let him know I'm here anytime you need me. But in the 60th day, <laughs> Obed Edom and his wife started getting along. Everything started turning around for them. They were able to have peace in the house. They were able to break bread together. But oh, when the third month came, which was 90 days, everything, you have to look at it in this sense. We have social media. We got podcasts. But here we have Obed-Edom being blessed. And believe it or not, they had social media in the network back in biblical times. Because every time they walked past Obed-Edom's house, it was a before picture and an after. So the news got back to King David. King David, you dropped off the Ark of the Covenant at Obed-Edom. And you knew how his house was before you got there. If you can see it now, God has worked a miracle. God is working miracles for us. He will work miracles. In 2022, I'm here to let you know, tell some of your friends at the church, send out an SOS, scoot over some, because excuse me, my praise is necessary. If you know what I've been through, in just the last year, God has kept me. If you know what I've been through in two years, God has kept me. We have a virus in the land. And we have had some families and friends and some half of the church, the bishops have all gone home. It's not that God is cleaning house, but God is saying, guess what? Now it's time for you to step up. You watched my season saints long enough. They gave me praise when they had it. Now it's your turn. But here we have the news got back to David. After David came to himself, he had to realize, Lord, you forgive me. I was wrong. I'm sorry. Lord, created me in a clean heart and renewed the right spirit within me. I was wrong. And if you look in Psalms 119 and 120, my flesh trembles for fear of thee. And I am afraid of thy judgment. So God, please forgive me. I was wrong to get an attitude with you. Who do I think I am? I wasn't there when you put the stars in the sky. I wasn't even looking to be king. I was just tending sheep. But, God, you put this thing on me, and I come before you asking you to forgive me. And once David got it right, Uzzah was gone. He can't cry over Uzzah anymore. God has forgiven us. We can't cry over our past anymore. I heard a preacher preach one time. Your past is over. And your future is feared. Satan is worried about it. He better worry. Because now God has brought us over to a new year. 2022. God is about to do a new thing in our lives. The holy boldness we've been praying for. He's about to do a new thing in our lives. Your children that you've been praying over. He's about to do a new thing in our lives. But here we have Obed Edom. He's enjoying God in his house. 90 days. Can you imagine? 90 days. God has been in my house. Woo. Honey, look at what we didn't have before, now we got. Huh. Obed even couldn't do nothing but thank God. 
Thank you, God. Thank you. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. Lord, I was walking with a limp. I was dragging my leg. But God, now I'm walking normal. God, I had an ache in my back. Almost. But God, now the pain is gone. God, I was having migraines and headaches. But now everything is gone. Because see, when God is in the house, it's time for some praise. So here we have David. David is coming through. Obed, thank you. I see. God has blessed you mightily. Oh, my goodness. Because when we came through here the first time, you know, Obed, I had an attitude. You know, I wasn't right. But I I knew God was going to do something for you. But I didn't know he was going to do this much. There's no need to be jealous, saints. There's no need to be putting somebody down. Because we serve the same God. Now, here we have. Now, David is ready. woo He's ready. He has come and grabbed the Ark of the Covenant. He has got the Kohites. The ones that hold the Ark of the Covenant battle staff up over their shoulders. Now, they're marching into the city of David. And the people are coming around because the Ark of the Covenant has come home. Whoa. So David got so excited. He started dancing and dancing and kept dancing and just kept dancing. And his wife couldn't understand. Why are you making a fool of yourself? But he said, excuse me. My praise is necessary. If you knew how close to death I was, you would be praising God with me. But you would never understand, Saul's daughter. But it's in me. I've got to give him some praise. I've got to go forth. Somebody needs to see that I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I am not ashamed to raise up my head. I'm not ashamed to open up my mouth because I got it back. I got my joy back. I got my peace back. I got my salvation back. And God, we say thank you for sending your son on our behalf. Because the veil was ripped. Church, now we got to pray. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Even in the midst of sorrow, even in the midst of having a broken heart, even in the midst of not having it, I will bless the Lord. We have to realize all God is asking for us is loyalty. That's what he's asking from us. We hear from God. When we're in the midst of God, I'm going to repeat that. We hear from God when we're in the midst of God. When you go into your closet, as it says in the New Testament in Matthew, close your door. And whatever you ask God in secret, he said he will reward you openly. The people that don't like you, when you come out, you're going to be stronger. You're not going to worry about the words that they're saying or how they put their mouth on you. But then they're going to look at you, they're going to look at you like, whoa, there's something about her. It's something about him. How about my And all you can say is, hey, I was in my secret place. Well, what did you mean you was in your, I was in my secret place. I was in a secret place where flesh can't come. Flesh is not allowed. I leave flesh outside the door. There's no cell phones. There's no computers. I'm having my one-on-one time with God. Every time my heart gets the news, <laughs> my feet get happy. Every time my heart gets the news, my feet get happy. <laughs> my hands go up. So excuse me. 
My praise is necessary. Jesus, he ripped the veil because he gave it up. The veil ripped, and everything that was behind the veil, we have it now. We have that oneness with God because he said, I never leave you comfortless. He sent back the Holy Ghost. I never leave you by yourself. It will lead you in all spirit and all truth. So excuse me. My praise is necessary. So when you all get to church on Sunday, forget about me, but listen to the message. Excuse me. My praise is necessary. The news that I got, the news that I heard, the diagnosis that was diagnosed, how God spared my life. I heard that there's a snowstorm on the East Coast. God, you kept my car from sliding off. God, I say thank you. But I'm going to lift my hand. I'm going to raise my voice. Because my praise is necessary. I'm going to go ahead and close this out with a prayer. God of heaven, God of heaven. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are so good. You're so good. You're so good. Lord, look on the ones that may be a sinner that heard this message. We thank you for giving their lives to you. Hopefully, God, this message gave them something to turn their lives around. God, I thank you. You said in your word, your, your word will go out and now we turn void. It will go out to seek to accomplish what it needs to accomplish. God, we say thank you for your word. Someone needs to give you praise in spite of. Someone needs to raise their voices in spite of. Because, God, you've been so good to us. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You've been so good. You've been so good. You've been so good. In the midst of a pandemic, God, we got more than we had before. In the midst of a pandemic, God, you have kept our minds. In the midst of a pandemic, our loved ones have not been in the hospital. In the midst of a pandemic, our jobs are still functioning. In the midst of a pandemic, God, yeah, 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 yeah. Our churches are still going strong. And God, we say thank you. Move tonight, Lord. Move tonight. Move tonight, move tonight. God, we thank you for bringing us into a new year. You have kept us. You have sustained our minds. God, you have healed our bodies from the inside out. God, if anyone needs to find us, God, they can look for us at our new address. We are at the Potter's house. Oh, oh yeah, 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 boss, yeah, yeah. We're at the potter's house. We are at the potter's house. And God, we say thank you for taking us. Being, we, Lord, we need to be out of our minds to give you perfect praise. We need to be out of our minds to give you true worship. And God, we want to dance like David did. Not minor, it matters not who's looking at us because God, You've been so good. You've been so kind. You've been so faithful. You are yet blessing us. And, God, I just say thank you. Look on Eldridge Jones, oh, God, as her ministry continues to grow. God, we thank you for opening doors. Look on Bishop Hardy and First Lady Hardy. All the ones that's under the sound of my voice. And, God, in your set time, all of the saints will come back together. And, God, we're going to have a joyous time because, because God, you're letting us know it's not about finance, but, God, it's all about giving you praise. It's about you, Lord. You are the one who holds the key to the bank, boss. You are the one. You are the one, God, that holds the key to homes and cars, jobs, financial security. And, God, you're the one who holds the key to our minds, to our our existence, in you we move and have our beast. And, God, we say thank you. Bless each and every one here on tonight. 
God, look on my father and my mother. God, continue to strengthen my wife, my beautiful wife. God, continue to strengthen as never before. And, God, we will give you the praise. We will give you the glory. We will give you the honor. Lord, you see this world. Lord, you see this nation. Bless those that are head of state in other countries. Bless, oh, God. Lord, you still sit on the throne. You sit high and you look low. And, God, we know you are still in control, and we thank you for sending your son on our behalf. We thank you for him shedding his precious blood. God, the blood still works. And, God, on tonight, we plead the blood of Jesus. Oh, God, we direct the blood of Jesus. We're sending it out, oh, God, to let it heal. God, those that are about to go up for an exam, with the doctor seen before, <laughs> God, I pray now that you change the results. Those that are about to purchase their homes and cars, God, you see, and we claim it right now. Open doors, Lord. The money that they will have to come out of, Lord, we turn it back to them tenfold. God, we lift our hands and we lift our voices in praise. And, God, we will give you praise. We have to give you praise because, God, we are your children. We are your children. And, God, we say thank you for your many, many blessings. We say thank you for the open door, the open opportunity just to beseech your throne once again. God, there is no one like you. And God bless Eldridge Jones as she continue to go forth in Life Changers Ministries and and bless every speaker from this day forward. Let them go back to their churches, God, with their, excuse me, my praise is necessary worship. And God, we will give you the praise. We will give you the honor. And all the glory belongs to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to thank everybody for just listening to Lil' on me. I'm just one of God's servants, wanting to be used by him. Eldridge Jones, my baby. Lily, thank you for just allowing me to come forward. God bless. Amen. God bless. Amen. Amen. I thank you, Elder Jones. Excuse me. My praise is necessary. I thank God because that is, that's that's my testimony. I I get excited about the word of God. I get excited about the ministry of God, the people of God, because that's a part of my praise. That's a part, it's a part of my testimony and it is necessary for me because Without it, I mean, my my children know how busy I am. Uh, I get tired when it comes to going to a, a secular job, but when it comes to the work of the Lord and making sure things are taken care of in the house of the Lord, that gets me excited because if I, I if God wanted me to be the doorkeeper, usher on his door, I would be just as excited being the usher on his door as I am excited being a minister of God. I just thank God. I thank God. That word goes to all of us. Excuse me, my praise is necessary. All of us have a testimony. All of us have a testimony of where God has brought us out of and where God has taken us to. Even just this year, what God has brought you out of that the enemy thought he was going to uh, he was gonna do this to you. But God, hallelujah, he, he stayed his hand. His, his mercy and his grace saturated us and overtook us. And I thank God because God is faithful to his people. God is faithful. He is so faithful, and God, he always go beyond our expectations. I talked about that earlier before everybody got on the line with my brother and uh, evangelist um, Kimberly Kenyatta. God always go beyond our expectations, and the Lord has been oh, yes. all day long. 
since I've been when I woke up wee hours this morning, Lord just kept telling me, tell them to expect more, to expect more, to expect more, expect more. Because if they expect more, I'm gonna go beyond. I'm going way beyond that expectation. But if they don't expect nothing from me, that means their faith is not being activated. They're not acting in faith. But I just want to encourage you. Don't let nobody steal your praise. You don't have to. You ah, do not glory. have to. Ooh, hallelujah. Mm, God been too glory. good hey. to us, y'all. Just trust me when I say it. God has been too good, too good to us. Mm, mm, mm. God has been too good to us. For us to allow the enemy or anyone else to take our praise, he's just been that good. And I just thank yes, you. I thank yes. each and every one of you that have joined us this evening right here on Life Changers Prayer Ministries. I'm getting all teary-eyed, but I know how good God been to me. Mm. This is the 21st day of this year, and God has blown my mind. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Who I thank God. God is just so good. I- Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for joining us this evening for our live prayer session, Words to Encourage You. I ask you to follow us, subscribe right here to um, our podcast. You can subscribe also to our YouTube channel, Life Changers Ministries, LCM. Um, You can also like us on Facebook, Life Changers Ministries, LCM. And until the next time, may God bless you. May the fire of his healing anointing saturate you. And may this 2022 brand new year for you be prosperous and full of joy. God bless you.